Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. This is Mara. Welcome to You Are Okay with Blog Talk Radio and to our Friday morning meditation series. The music playing behind us this morning should be Anahata, Heaven, which is a very calm, calming music, and I love Anahata. I'm playing Anahata in part right now so that I can just calm down and take three deep breaths. My goodness, my goodness, I woke up at four o'clock and I didn't need to get up at floor four. My alarm had gone off because I forgot to change it. And so I just woke up like two or three minutes ago and I thank you, love, for waking me up. I thank you, God. Thank you all for joining me this morning for our appointment with God. The appointed time that you've set aside to just spend a few minutes relishing the fact that you, yes, you are important to God. That you are loved exactly the way you are. And this is a few minutes of your time that you dedicate to that realization. We've been doing these meditations uh, for practicing, I guess it is, or series, or learning, or whatever it is, or maybe just connecting together. That's what I like to think of it as. Since uh, January, and we use as our source for setting up the stage for the next week, the topic for the next week, uh, a passage from Uniquely Created, Divinely Inspired You. The passage today is the, I believe, 20th day. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm going to be bad about that, but I think it is the 20th day, maybe, maybe the 13th day. Uh, I should have put that up there. They've got this new recurring thing on, the, on setting up your uh, programs, and I wanted to be sure everyone knew we were going to be around for a while, but I should have stepped back in. Today's passage is, there is nothing and no one working against you being all you can be. You can read that passage if you look for um, day 14 uh, on the blog. We put the whole passage in, including the wonderful, wonderful artwork that is done by Janice Pennington. There is nothing about the program that is... um, really from me I sit here and I meditate and pray and pass on to you thoughts that come to me from God and I created the book as God's scribe not as the author Uh, I probably should change that somehow to make that more clear the next time it's published for those of you who would like to have a copy on your computer you can print it if you want it wouldn't be small but it would be wonderful please send me an email and say about uniquely me and I will know right away that email is from you even though I've never seen your email address before and you can get my email at the top of the header here on the blog page or the profile page and it would be mkwlawfirm at aol.com I will of course immediately send you the book and you can use it as your guide What I recommend that each and every person do as they're meditating, excuse me, just a second, is that they read this passage aloud before they move into a meditative mode so that they can use the energy of the passage to help 
deflect side thoughts. Now, a bit about side thoughts. Um, Everybody has side thoughts now and again with meditation. And the thing about meditation is it doesn't have to be a dedicated half an hour or an hour or five hours or ten minutes. It just has to be giving yourself permission to unite with the universe by taking deep breaths and focusing your mind, your energy, your heart, your body for a few minutes on God, or a few seconds, however much time you have. So you can go to your quiet prayer zone that you have in your home that reserves and holds the energy from all past meditations, where you know for certain the minute you walk into that space that when God said, I am that, God meant you, because the residual of that time with God is resting in that room. Alternatively, you can be driving down the highway, caught in a freeway backup, and cars stopped periodically, and during each of the periodic stoppings, you take time to commune with God by sending love and good wishes to the people around you. What kind of wishes do you send them? Send them the things you want for yourself. Whenever you find yourself getting resentful towards someone or angry, that emotion generally doesn't serve you. So the way to deal with that is usually to send that person everything that you want for yourself in life. So do that when you're driving along in the car. That's meditating. That's taking time to remember the value of you and believing that what you want in life for yourself is worthwhile, worthwhile enough that other people would want it. Me, I send peace, love, caring, companionship, happiness, safety, security, prosperity, anything that I would want for myself. And in doing that, I remember that what I do for others, I do for myself. So it works out as a blessing for myself as well. And that can take a couple minutes, it can take a couple seconds, but that's a form of meditation. So do not limit yourself from having communion with God because you think you don't have enough time. You've got as much time as you need or want. And side thoughts, my goodness, everybody has them. What I do with them is I put them on the side. That's why I call them side thoughts. So if I suddenly start thinking about um, something that's going on at work and, and it's in my mind, I don't dismiss it. I don't say, oh, my gosh, I've stopped meditating. I need to stop now. No, I think, oh, if, I, if I'm inclined to continue to meditate, I say, please give me direction on how to deal with that issue. And I remove it from the center of my focus and go back to the center of my focus which is connecting with God, refreshing my energy, renewing the idea, the belief that I'm valuable, and recognizing that this is about my life and how I live it and that it is much, much easier for me to live my life in peace and focused when I take time to spend with love. And for any of you who are new today, when I talk about God, I try to use the word love. I do that unless I think that someone might be confused about uh, what I'm saying and think like a minute ago when I said, thank you, love, for waking me up. 
So let us all get ourselves ready. Let's move to those places you feel most comfortable in meditating and into the position you use. Let us now pull in and we're going to start centering ourselves. And in centering yourself, I want you... <coughs> I'm so sorry. My friends, we have... Um, we have fires in our area, and after we center ourselves today, I want us to, for a minute, let's send whatever calming influence there may be to help people breathe in the midst of this natural issue. Because the issue is natural because these are fires that were started by heat, lightning, and that is nature's way of dealing with Excess and forest fires are a normal part of forests, but uh, when you deforest less by man, then the forest fire has much more to feed on. I'm not a pro or con on deforestation, but it gets greater intensity. It has a lot of wood and a lot of debris that would have been carried away that needs to be tended to, and that's nature's way to have a fire. The thing is, uh, we have millions of people living in the Central Valley of California, in the Sacramento Valley. And for the most part, our valley is so huge. It produces so much food, my friends, and it is so gigantic that we forget we live in a valley. So it is true that if we drive a half an hour to our right, we're going to go into the Sierras. And if we drive... 40 minutes to our left, we're going to go into the coastal range, but we forget we're in a valley. And right now, we cannot forget we're in a valley because we are living, what is it, socked in is the word, as though there is fog. Our skies are gray with smoke, and the fires are continuing. So it's very, very difficult breathing here. And so one of the things as we're meditating today we will do is send breath, fresh air, to those people who have difficulty breathing in this, which should be everyone. Our air quality is nearly lethal. But we want to send it to those who are especially vulnerable. My friends, I'm going to ask your life be led for the especially vulnerable. I'm going to ask that you take on a sensitivity for other people that reflects caring about the especially vulnerable. I'm going to ask when you put in place the most important commandments Jesus told you, love God with your heart, your mind, and your soul, and love others as you love yourself, let us say, and love the especially vulnerable as you love yourself. Because if you can live your life with a heightened sense of sensitivity about the needs of the especially vulnerable, you will live a blessed life. Remembering what we do for others, we do for ourselves. So let us take our deep breath and let's pull that air in through your feet. Let's make it a long, 
long, long, long breath. We're going to pull it up and we're going to come to your divining rod. This is the zone where you, when you really get into meditation, come to know, as you all are, come to know that God actually touches your body through your chakras, through your divining rod. And that God will become a transfusion of energy, that love will bring loving love energy, God energy, Yahweh energy, Allah energy, the great spirit energy, the universe's energy, the eternal one, the mysterious all energy in through your crown chakra. And we'll take that energy and combine it with all that is in you and drive out any negative energy that's influencing you. Taking it down back through your back, down across your chakras, taking out the negative energy down the back of your thighs, down the back of your calves. And we'll drive that energy back into the earth from which it came. Now, as we're taking our breaths, and I know you've taken three probably already, let us now say together, I am enough. So as you're pulling the air in, say, I am enough. And as you are putting the air out, say, I am loved. So let's pull the air in. I am enough. Now blowing the air out through your mouth. I am loved. Pulling the air in. I am enough. Blowing the air out. I am loved. Pulling the air in again. I am Enough. Blowing the air out, I am loved. And now let us just take two deep breaths in silence and we will begin. One more breath. And now what we are going to do is we are going to reach our right arm out, extending it so that it can reach around the world. The energy of that reach will be immense, huge, gigantic. And we're going to listen to Diarby's first light of mind as we do our world meditation with our arms extended out, the right arm out. Feel the energy. Feel yourself enhancing. Allow yourself to feel love inside of you, caring about you, transfusing you, and now Send the energy, the positive energy you're gaining out through your right hand and have it encircle the world, 
feel it going around, around, around the planet till the planet begins expanding and exploding in love. Pockets of love come up as we awaken and remind those who are remembering that love is our way. And as they model love, as they model caring, as they model forgiveness, we see more and more people begin to light up the universe, the planet, Earth, with love. We became not afraid, but we become content knowing that love is the way and we are soldiers of love. Let us now reach out our left arm and let's complete the circle. Feel the energy of love flowing through from each other. Feel the energy of everyone who is here this morning as we combine our energy to send love to all. Feel the energy of everyone who is listening as we send it to each of you who are listening. To empower you to be all that you can be in this revolution and to empower you to believe that love is the way and that you, my friend, are love. That you are valued by love. That you are loved by love. That you are an agent of change. And most importantly, we are all sending you our energy to lift any doldrums that you may have any negativity and we are helping you cleanse the negativity out of yourself and know that you are valued you are special you are enough just as you are and that we are so honored to have each and every one of you here in this circle of love today there are probably millions of prayers we should send today to all of those who have heartache to all of those we send love we send love to all who are suffering from flooding to farmers whose land is flooded and lost to crop this year we send love to all of those who are having difficulty breathing during this time of fire in the central and San, the San Joaquin and the Sacramento Valleys of California. <coughs> we send love to the people in the Philippines who have lost, who have lost their family and friends on the ship. We send love and we empower each other. We invite into ourselves from each other the power, the drive, the desire to be love, to be one with all things and recognize our connection and act in love today. We ask these things in the name of all that is holy, which is all that is. Um. 
Now let us go to our reading. Once again, this is the reading to guide you through the next several days. Next week till next Friday. And we are going to, it's the 14th passage for those of you who have the book. For those of you who are using our charts, it is the 14th day and you can look probably in about February to see that, perhaps at the end of January, because there was a time when we were doing these just about every day. The passage is very telling. Nothing and no one is working against your being all you can be. What a profound statement. Nothing and no one is working against your being all you can be. We're going to read this passage with Lisa Lynn and George Tortorelli, Angel of Mercy, playing behind us. Nothing and no one is working against your being all you can be. There is no force trying to convince you to hurt others and yourself by your words and deeds. Nothing you did or did not do yesterday can affect today or tomorrow unless you let it. You are in control and shape the clay of life each day. Every day will not be a masterpiece, but some will. What you create today can change everything for all times. What you create today can change everything for all times. You are the master of your time and what becomes of it. So let's look at that again. The idea that there is nothing or no one working against your being all you can be is really kind of a profound thought when you think about it. So many of us blame others for what is going on in our lives. This wouldn't happen but for this. That wouldn't happen but for that. You made me do it. I wouldn't have done this if you hadn't done that. What that does, my friends, is it removes us from accepting responsibility for our lives, for who we are, for what we do. And yet, when I do something, the words come from my mouth, not yours. When I was a child and would say, he made me do it, I was usually talking about hitting someone, striking out. I was the one who did that. I was the one who struck out. I was the one who was aggressive. The fact that someone may have prompted me doesn't mean that they did it. I did it. I made a choice. Let's work today to not make choices like that. Let's work today to act in love. That when someone 
when we feel like someone is making us do something, <coughs> I do apologize. When we feel that someone is making us do something that is less than love, less than loving, less than our higher selves, let us see that person as a teacher, as offering us an opportunity to choose love and let us as the student embrace that opportunity and in that process let us become the teachers of love for the person who is challenging us. The ever-evolving role of interaction one human with another. There is no force trying to convince you to hurt others and yourself by your words and deeds. There is no devil out there. That's not to say there isn't negativity. That's not to say there isn't negative energy. And that is not to say there isn't D apostrophe E-V-I-L of evil out there. There is, my friends. And we need to face that evil knowing that, as St. Francis of Assisi said, a single spark of flame, and I'm quote, I'm not, mis- I'm not direct, a single flick of a match, a flint to stone, of light, sends darkness scrambling. And when you know that you are enough for God, that you don't have to be any different than you are, then can't you feel the wonderful protective armor that God gives you? When you take time to shape your life with God by giving God a few minutes of your time on a daily basis, you imbue your being with God's energy, with love's energy, with love. And you can face any obstacle without fear because you are never alone you are always all one with love you are in control nothing you did or did not do yesterday can affect today or tomorrow unless you let it You can look at the negativity around you and you can say, what can I learn from this? Or you can let it consume you, admire you like tar, like the tar pits in Los Angeles where the dinosaurs got trapped and they died. And if you die, you'll go home to the other side and all will be well. But if you live in this moment, we will all be blessed by the beauty of the love in you, by your life. You are in control and shape the clay of life each day. Every day will not be a masterpiece, but some will. My friends, this is your life we're talking about. You're in control. Don't give it up to reacting to other people. Give it up by making choices that reflect you and the love that you are. Be love. What you create today can change everything 
for all times. You, my friends, are the master of your time, and you are the master of what becomes of it. Thank you, my friends, for joining me these Fridays. I have some very regular listeners, and I thank you for spending this time with me. Let us send one massive wish of love and goodwill to those who are here now, reminding them that they are valuable and special just the way they are. Just the way they are. As we do this meditation this week, I would encourage you to remember that God works in your life if you open up yourself to God's actions, if you trust your intuition, if you listen with love rather than judgment. This is your life. May love enfold you this day and all days between now and next Friday. Soon I will be able to do the program more than once a week because I will be settled in a location that's closer to my new job. But between now and then, I want you to know that I am always with you. I am always thinking about you because I value the fact that you have committed to be a part of this revolution of love. But me, I'm inconsequential in the whole scheme of things. What you need to remember is you, my friends, are each uniquely created and divinely inspired. May love enfold you and you have a lovely week until next Friday. Peace be with you. Namaste.